Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsocial Butterfly Podcast. I'm your host, Julia Christine, and intros are so awkward when you're by yourself. It's like I don't know what to say in the intros, and I feel like I repeat the exact same thing week after week. But, hello, welcome to another episode. I'm recording this on Sunday evening. It is the 21st of February, and I'm laying in bed recording today. Usually I would record in my office or like a room that doesn't have so much echoing, but I am just tired and wanted to be comfy while recording this, so here we are. So let's do a little weekly catch up. Uh, I don't really have a ton to talk about. I feel like this week was another one of those weeks where it literally felt like every single day was the same and it went by so insanely slow. I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that, but uh, some days just go so slow. It feels like time is almost going backwards. So anyway, this upcoming week is my very last week at my job. As some of you may know, I did put in my resignation last month at the end of the month and I just decided that I wanted to advance my career. And if you guys are unfamiliar with what I do for work, I am an x-ray tech. So right now I work at a clinic and we have been extremely slow because of COVID. And once I'm done there, I can kind of explain more about my job and it will make a lot more sense to some of you as to why it's a lot slower. So I'll explain that later once I'm completely done with that job, but to fill my time when I'm not doing x-rays, which I usually get like one to four per week, it's so slow. I help out with the nurses and do COVID data management, and I also help out in the lab and stuff and do phlebotomy draws and whatnot, so... I keep busy there, but it's just been so slow lately that we just have to kind of fill our time with random little tasks. So lately I've been doing scanning at work, so scanning in a bunch of old documents. So it's just been a very slow process of nearing the end of my position there, and I wish that we were able to do more and be a little bit busier with the things that we actually are working there for and not like filling our time with tasks that aren't really what we're supposed to be there for, you know? Like like I went into healthcare wanting to work with patients, and I don't remember the last time I actually like had a conversation with a patient that was in my x-ray room. So I'm excited to be switching over into a career that will be a little bit busier. And of course I did know that it was going to be slower going to a clinic, but I didn't realize it was going to be that slow. But anyway, long story short, I'm just excited for this last week and to start moving and advancing in my career. So I'm going into CT and MRI, which basically I'll be doing x-ray CT and MRI, but I'll be training into CT and MRI. So it'll be a while before I'm registered and can legally practice as a CT and MRI technologist. So it's going to be a while. It'll be like a year and a half probably until I can get registered because I have to like have all these exams underneath my belt and I have to have them all like logged basically. So it will take some time, but I'm just so excited and happy and ready for some new changes in life. So of course, if you guys don't know, I do have a YouTube channel, so you can follow along over there because I do show a lot of my daily life in vlog form, I guess you could say. I haven't vlogged work in quite a while, but I do plan to this week just for the fact that I didn't record anything this weekend. So that is getting into my next topic that I wanted to touch on. I have been in a very big creative rut recently with YouTube and I usually go through these little periods where I feel so motivated and dedicated towards filming and like finding new ways to edit and be a little bit more creative or try to be a little more creative. And 
This week I've just been very, very unmotivated and I don't know what it is, but I feel like I've been motivated in other areas of my life. So I'm just glad that I'm, it's only one area and that it's not like my whole lifestyle, but of course we come out of those little creative ruts that all of us go through and I'm just needing a little bit more inspiration. So that's another update. I don't really know what else to talk about in this intro just because nothing has happened this week. I guess I can update you guys on my plant that I talked about in last week's episode. I had mentioned that my Monstera Deliciosa was pushing out a new leaf and it hadn't in so long and it finally just fully opened today and it is so beautiful. It is the prettiest, shiniest baby green color. I just love it. Baby green isn't a color. I don't know why I said that. It's like lime green, but it's gorgeous. I'm obsessed with her and ready for spring. I've noticed a lot of my plants are starting to push out new leaves and I think it's just with the turn of the seasons kind of because now we're almost into March and we'll have daylight savings time and I'm just so excited. I just love this time of year where things start to get a little bit brighter and also livelier. So anyway, we'll kind of get into today's episode. So of course I asked over on Instagram for you guys to ask some questions, um, maybe some topics that you would want to hear me talk about. So I asked over on Instagram for you guys to send in your feedback. So if you guys aren't following the podcast Instagram, definitely go do so. That is the best way to be the most interactive with the podcast and to put in your requests or send messages, things like that. So also I did want to say that I would like to finally have a guest one day on one of these episodes. And if you guys do have any like recommendations or if you have any requests for people that you want to hear on the podcast, whether it's like one of my YouTube friends or a different YouTuber, different content creator, definitely let me know. And I would like to start integrating those kind of episodes. I know not everyone loves the guest episodes, but I just think it would be fun to have a little bit of change of scenery over on the podcast because I feel like every single week is kind of the same. It's kind of redundant. So By adding those episodes, maybe it could change things up just a little bit. But anyway, let's get right into the questions. So the first question is how to deal with moving on from past mistakes. So I definitely dwell on the mistakes that I have made in the past. And even if it's something so small, like uh, what I said in a conversation or how I reacted to something, sometimes I will sit and let that eat me alive for days on end. I am a very big overthinker and I've definitely tried to improve that portion of my life within the past few months. So how to deal with moving on from that is just to know that you have no control of what happened in the past and you only have control of what's going to happen in your future. So just remind yourself of that and kind of reflect on what happened that was negative in your eyes and try not to repeat it or let it happen again. Um, That's all you can do. And a lot of the times if other people are involved, like I said, you're only in control of what you have control of. So you have no control of what other people think about you, what other people experienced in the other side of the scenario of whatever happened. And just try to move forward with your life and not let yourself put all of that energy into something that's already in your past. So just keep moving forward and know that you're only trying to improve yourself by the past mistakes that you've made. (laughs) 
I got a lot of submissions about just the word plants. Like, let's talk about plants, which I don't really know what you guys want to know about plants. Um, I'm definitely planning to do a plant video over on YouTube just because it's a little bit easier to show plants rather than just to talk about them. I'm such a visual person, so I can't just like hear someone say, buy this plant, and I'm obviously going to forget about it, but I definitely want to do more plant content on my YouTube channel. They just bring me so much happiness and joy, so I want to integrate more content like that on my YouTube channel. So if you have any specifics that you want me to talk about, definitely let me know, but I don't really know how to elaborate on that, so. <laughs> the next submission asks, how do you deal with the unknown and unplanned situations? So I am a big overthinker. Again, I think I've mentioned this only a million times, but I am one to look at the bigger picture instead of focusing on what is happening right now in my life, in the present. So when it comes to the unknown, I really try not to think about the future. I try not to be a future planner. I just don't seek any benefit from that. So when it comes to unplanned situations, I guess it's really easy to sit and put a lot of your energy into thinking about those things. But it definitely is hard to focus on those unknown situations where you have so many different scenarios racing through your head of what could happen. And I don't know really the context that you're asking about in this case, but in my head, I'm thinking of like clinical and when I would face a situation that I had never been placed in before, it's kind of that critical thinking aspect and you kind of have to be able to quick think on your feet and either consult other people or just do the best with what you already know and what you've already learned. So I don't, like I said, I don't really know the scenario that you're referring to in this question, but yeah, you just have to take it step by step and know that you don't have full control over a lot of things in life and that a lot of other factors are involved with that. So try to go with the flow. I'm preaching to the choir on this one because I am such a type A person. I love to have everything written out and planned and organized, but life just isn't that way. And I've learned that the hard way in a lot of scenarios. So just try to be mindful of what's currently happening in the present and you'll cross that bridge when you get there. The next submission is house cleaning tips, which I actually kind of talked about this in past episodes. I basically have like a little bit of a schedule laid out, I guess you could call it. So of course what works for me doesn't necessarily work for everyone else, but I like to clean when I have off days and that would be my Saturday and Sundays, so weekends. And a lot of the times I can't go to bed without having all of the dishes put away and everything tidied up. I'm just not a messy person. If I am trying on clothes, I'll just put the clothing back on the hanger or I have talked about this before. I'm a germaphobe, so I don't wear my shoes in my house. So I just put them away in the coat closet right away. Um, I don't leave makeup laying out. I don't know. I'm just not a messy person. I just clean up after myself right after I'm done with whatever I'm using. And I just think it's easier to do that than to have so much to do in one day. It's just a little bit overwhelming. So sometimes, um, like at the end of the night on a work day, I'll obviously do all my dishes and then I'll quick like spot dust or do the floors quick with a Swiffer, something along those lines. That way it's not so daunting on the weekends and I don't have so much to clean and Cole's a big help too like he's the same way he cleans up after himself for the most part like in the kitchen his office is another story but yeah I'm just not really a messy person so um, my cleaning tip and advice is to prioritize one day for cleaning so for me that is the bathrooms 
and I just clean the bathrooms on the weekends. I do my sheets on the weekends and vacuum on the weekends. We only have a little bit of carpet in our apartment and I don't find that it gets really dirty because we don't wear our shoes in the house. That's just a big no-no for me. I've talked about it before. I don't need to get into it again, right? You guys all get it, but yeah, my house cleaning tip is to just prioritize a day for cleaning and also find some cleaning products that you like. I tend to use the more natural stuff, like soap and water really goes a long way, like Dawn dish soap. It honestly cleans a lot and I just use very minimal products. I think less is more sometimes. A lot of the times, especially in America, we like to mask things with scents and that doesn't mean things are clean just because they smell a certain way, you know? Also, I know this is kind of a known tip, but especially when I was younger and I still lived with my parents and I basically just had my room to clean, I would either put on like a movie or a TV show or music and I felt like it made the time go by a little bit faster. Podcasts are my number one way to pass the time nowadays that I'm a little bit older or I'll do music, but something just to kind of like kill two birds with one stone in a sense. The next question is talk about hobbies and things that make you happy. So of course, things that make me happy are my plants and I really enjoy traveling, which obviously we can't do right now. I really enjoy being outdoors, whether it's at the beach, just walking on the beach, um, looking for sea beans with my mom, or if I'm going to Colorado, I really enjoy kind of like taking a little nature walk with my best friend Hallie. I love going there. Um, also, when we went to Arizona, I really enjoyed hiking a little bit of the trails around there with my mom. It was just a lot of fun. So I miss that and I'm looking forward to the day that we can all do that again. Who knows when that day will be, but otherwise for hobbies, of course, social media in general. So Instagram, which I'm trying to get better at and kind of have a little bit more of like a cohesive feed and not that that matters in life, like nothing nothing involves the social media matters at the end of the day like it's just something to post content on you know like it's not that deep but I like to post on Instagram I also have a blog so sometimes I'll make a blog post that's correlated with podcast episodes so if I'm talking about like a lot of products and stuff sometimes I will link like a full conclusive list of things that I mentioned just so it's easier for you guys or YouTube of course and what else as for like hobbies to pass time, I have talked about this before, but I really enjoy like being artsy. So I had a huge craft bucket when I was a kid and I loved painting and doodling and coloring. I just loved that. And nowadays I like, um, I haven't done this in so many years, but clay and sculpture. I loved clay and sculpture. I wasn't as good at the pottery wheel, but like freehand things, I just loved doing. So hopefully one day in the near future, I can do that again. But yeah, other things, I don't know. Reading, I like to read. Just being outside in the sunshine. Dogs, we all know that. I have noticed recently in the mornings, I'm also kind of crabby. When I'm going to work, like I'm just tired and crabby like a normal human. And every time I see a dog, it never fails to put a smile on my face and bring me some serotonin. So, ooh, this one's kind of cool. She said, another idea, which maybe isn't a very great one for the weather that we're currently having, but things to do, see places to eat in your state or the big it town. <laughs> so if you guys are unfamiliar with where I live, I'm from North Dakota, good old North Dakota. I don't know who anyone who wants to visit here. Yuck. But yeah, I could definitely do that in a future episode if you guys would be interested. I don't know who would plan to do that, but 
you truly never know. So if you'd like to hear that, let me know. But some of my favorite places in the immediate vicinity of my town are the cider bar that I talked about last weekend, which is Wild Terra. And then I also really like the other brewing company, which is Drecker. They have really cool buildings and they're just really cool. So there's a lot of fun little unique spots in downtown Fargo. Um, Drunken Noodle slash, uh, what is there? Slurp Ramen. It's Drunken Noodle and Slurp Ramen. They're two restaurants in one. I really like their food as well. Vinyl Taco has amazing margaritas. Their strawberry margaritas are by far my favorite and their queso is delicious. I haven't had it in so long. That used to be a really big place that Cole and I would go to pre-pandemic. So I'm really looking forward to going to those places one day soon. Um, but yeah, if you guys would like a blog post or something about that, I would definitely enjoy just kind of compiling all of my favorite restaurants and small boutiques and stuff like that. I don't really know much about the Western part of the state because I haven't been there since I was a little child. So I think that would be fun. Would you ever move to another state? Um, thank you guys all for saying that you love my content and stuff too. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. Um, but yes, I would definitely love to move to another state. I, of course, love Colorado just like every other person because of the outdoor aspect. I just love being outdoors, but the cost of living is so much higher there. And obviously, so many people are moving to Colorado because it is such an it state um, just because of all the things that you're able to do there recreationally. But I just really enjoyed Colorado and visiting. And of course, my best friend Hallie lives there. So I definitely would like to move closer to her. That would be great. But otherwise, I don't really know of any other states that I would like to move to. I don't think North Dakota is a good fit for me. However, the cost of living is extremely low here. I'm close to my family. And of course, Cole is here. So plus, I really like the Minnesota summers. And I'm very, very close to Minnesota. Like Minnesota is a five to 10 minute drive. I live right on the border, so the lake season is a huge thing around here. So I do really enjoy the summers here, but the winters can be a little brutal. So yes, I would definitely like to move to another state one day in the near future, maybe. Doubt it though. <laughs> so in this next submission, she asked, it's the first time I'm bringing my boyfriend around my parents. I'm so nervous. Any advice? I'm just going to be honest. It's going to be awkward. I was just an awkward person all around, and I absolutely hated meeting the parents of the person I was dating at the time. I've only dated like three people in my lifetime, but it's never easy. It's never not uncomfortable usually. At least it isn't for me. I'm sure there are other really outgoing people that enjoy it, but it's just awkward. But remember that it's probably more awkward for him than it is for you. And I don't know how your parents are, but my parents were really chill whenever I brought my boyfriend over to meet them. So... I guess a lot of them met them before we even were dating. So yeah, I would just be like open and honest and maybe tell your parents a few things about him before they're meeting him. So they're not just like going into it blindly, but you can maybe tell them like where he goes to school or what he's majoring in, where he works, where he's from, things like that. Maybe it can ease the tension a little bit more, but once it's over, it makes things a lot easier and hopefully it goes well. The next submission says, talk about your all-time favorite things. For example, favorite wine, coffee from Starbucks, etc. So favorite wine, I'm a white wine drinker, but the Funf brand, it's F-U-N-F. I think it's the number five in German. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. I'm probably wrong, but I think it's number five. 
The Moscato flavor is my favorite, but the sweet red one is also really good. And I think they have a Riesling as well that is also tasty, but that brand just in general is usually $4.99 on sale at our local liquor store. So it's usually the reason that I get it. I typically don't drink Barefoot anymore because that just reminds me of like college days and I just don't drink it. It's really, really, really sugary and the Foom wines probably are too, but I am one for liking a little bit sweeter of drinks, just regardless if it's a cider or a wine or anything like that. I'm just more of a sweet gal. So I like the sweeter wines in general, but yeah, if you guys like sweet wines, definitely recommend trying that brand. Otherwise, I did want to mention something that I don't think a lot of people would know unless they live in this state, but like our Targets, our Walmarts, our uh, not liquor stores, our grocery stores aren't allowed to sell liquor. It has to be a completely separate standalone facility so like i think the walmart in like bismarck north dakota i think they have a liquor store like right next door to it but there has to be a door separating the two of them like it cannot be in the facility so like none of our grocery stores sell liquor there has to be a completely separate liquor store so a lot of you guys recommended a ton of good target wines but our targets don't sell wine so i'm sad about it but i'm sure a lot of them are sold at the normal liquor stores but anyway, my favorite coffee from Starbucks, um, of course, is the Venti Salted Caramel Cream Cold Brew. I always have to get a Venti because it's so good. But it basically just has the cold foam on top and it's caramel cold foam. It's delicious. I absolutely love it. And then when it comes to like a non-alcoholic beverage and not coffee related, I really enjoy drinking just plain old water. I'm a water gal. Love it. The next question is how to succeed in clinical. I'm naturally shy and soft poking. Soft poking. Oh my gosh, I do that all the time. Like I mess up my letters. Okay, let's try that again. I'm naturally shy and soft spoken. Any advice? So I am the exact same way. I'm extremely shy. I don't like to put myself out there when it comes to like social situations. And I've definitely gotten better at that with clinical. I think it really broke me out of my shell and kind of made me grow up and mature, I guess, a little bit in that aspect. But not to be brutal, but if I could have told myself this at the beginning of clinical, you just have to get over it. No one is going to make you do an exam. No one's going to hold your hand and force you to do an exam. And if you don't put yourself out there, you're going to fall behind and your other classmates that are at your clinical sites will start to take exams and the techs will kind of notice that people are a little bit lazier and maybe they're not intending to be lazy, but maybe they just don't know how to speak up for themselves or say, I want to do this exam. Can I come with you? You just have to put yourself out there and know that the techs aren't judging you. The techs are there to help you learn. And if you show them that you want to learn, they're going to be um, a lot more open to wanting to bring a student with them. I know a lot of the techs that I worked with at one hospital in particular were pretty new and they graduated maybe within like two years of when I was in school. So they were pretty new to teaching students and like having students with them. But the more you were willing to work with them, the more they wanted to work with you. So it's kind of a two-way street. Um, of course, be yourself and don't force anything, but 
definitely show that you have initiative to help out in exams because that will get you further than just sitting there and waiting for them to ask you because that never looks good when like the tech is ready to go on an exam and they say oh do you want to come with me like it doesn't really reflect well on the student so um, if you see that there's an exam that's ready or that is going to be ready if there's a surgery or a fluoroscopy exam a portable exam just jump up and ask if you can go with and i guarantee they'll probably appreciate it the next submission is what is the best part about having a podcast hands down the best part is being able to interact with you guys on a deeper level i've definitely mentioned this in previous episodes but i feel like with podcasts that i can kind of explain myself a little bit further than in a youtube video because usually people aren't interested in 30 minute videos and i feel like when people get really chatty in youtube videos a lot of people get mad and they get they click off of the video i've seen a lot of the times if people have a long intro or if they talk too much about a story in a video there's probably going to be comments that say just cut to the chase you talk too much so i just really appreciate that about the podcast world because you are literally listening to a person talk for x amount of minutes so i enjoy being able to converse with you guys on a little bit of a deeper level than i can on my youtube channel i of course love having my youtube channel that is my favorite social platform by far but i do really enjoy having a podcast because i can talk to you guys a little bit deeper the next mission is what do you wish you knew slash did when you moved out so I actually have moved out a few times, but I have a feeling that this time is my last time that I'll move out of my parents' house because I did move back home after the pandemic started because I graduated college. And of course I wasn't going to be in the middle of looking for an apartment by myself or a house or whatever during the pandemic. But anyway, so like eight months in or maybe less than that, probably like six months in, Cole and I decided to move into this apartment. And I've told this story over on my YouTube channel but basically we weren't able to tour our direct unit because there were people living in it. And this apartment is not old at all. It's probably like two years old. And we toured the one directly below so we knew the layouts and whatnot, but I didn't think that people could live as gross as they did and that was just ignorant of me. But I've told this story before and I'm sorry if I'm being repetitive, but basically the person who lived here prior to cooked a lot of fish and oil and the reason I know that is because I found a receipt in one of the um, drawers and it said like halibut and scallops and things that he had bought that were fishy so I knew that he <laughs> had bought a lot of fishy things and then the reason I knew there was a lot of oil that he used was because the whole apartment smelled like rancid cooking oil and it was because of the stove and the microwave. So he would turn on the exhaust fan and the microwave and the oil would get sucked up into the filter and it would go through the exhaust fan and it was just a freaking mess. I can't smell the green and apple um, Dawn dish soap without thinking of that grease. It kind of brings me back to... The trauma that happened with that but basically they weren't really wanting to agree with us to replace the microwave also the cleaners did a shit job with cleaning this place we basically had to scrub the whole thing ourselves and it was terrible i really wish that i would have toured this unit before um moving into it but of course with covid and everything they told us we couldn't so my number one tip is to do better than I did, to advocate for yourself. If you know that something is not right, to speak up for yourself. And 
know what you're worth because a lot of the rental companies will take advantage of younger people, especially females. So be safe, be smart, don't jump into any living situation without kind of doing some research. Of, of course, it depends on the situation and whatnot if you're really scrambling, but I really hope that a lot of you don't have to go through terrible situations like some of my subscribers have mentioned that they went through. Um, it's just apartment renting can be hell if you get into the wrong situation. Um, like one of my good friends on YouTube, Catherine, she's going through kind of some apartment issues with some noise complaints from her upstairs neighbor and her upstairs neighbor also flooded her laundry room. So the water was seeping through the lighting fixture. So apartment living is not fun, but also home owning isn't fun either. So there's of course the negative cons with everything, but all right, the next one, places you want to travel when COVID is over. And she said, come to Canada again sometime. Of course, I want to go to Canada. I actually was talking to the girl who submitted this. Um, her name is Jenny. Uh, love her YouTube channel so much. But we were talking about eventually going to Toronto and Banff. So there are so many beautiful places that I would love to travel to. Of course, I want to go to Mexico again. I love Cozumel so much. If you guys have been around on my YouTube channel before, you would probably know that I go with my family once a year to Cozumel. It's just a very um, homey island and we also rent a condo every year rather than stay in like an all-inclusive. I just don't really like the all-inclusive vibes. So I'm very thankful to have been able to go on those trips in the past. But anyways, um, other places I would like to visit is Colorado, of course, love Colorado. I also want to visit my friends in Wisconsin and Arizona. Where else? Um, I eventually would love to visit Italy and France. Uh, I took French in high school and I've been obsessed with France ever since. I wanted to go on a study abroad trip there in my senior year, but I chickened out knowing that I would have had to stay with a host family. So I have a lot of regrets from my shy high school days, but nothing you can do about it. You got to move forward. Just like I was talking about earlier. Can't dwell on the past. That happened almost seven years ago. Yuck. But that's really all I can think of at this current moment. Um, I just love traveling so much. I would literally be open to traveling anywhere if I could. So I'm really looking forward to the day that we can once again travel. But I think that's going to be all the questions that I'm going to answer for this episode because we're getting to the 30 minute mark. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Like I mentioned all the time, don't forget to go follow the Unsocial Butterfly podcast Instagram. It is linked in the show notes. And then if you do want to follow my personal Instagram as well, it is linked down there as well. Also, the Unsocial Butterfly podcast has merchandise. So if you ever want to represent the Unsocial Butterfly on a sweatshirt or a shirt or a sticker or whatever, those are available, which is so exciting. I got my sweatshirt and I love it. It is so cute. I'm obsessed. So that's all for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you guys next week when I am done with work. I'm so excited. I am ready. I can't even tell you guys enough, but... I will talk to you guys next Monday in a new episode.